interaction with FIFA or um, football? I don't know. That's why I find, I find females so interesting because I don't know what you guys do. Yeah, we know what guys do. All you guys do is football, eat, and sleep. That's life, man. Men are, life. men are more like kind of straightforward, but obviously women have. They're more complicated. <laughs> they're more complicated. They're, they're way more complicated. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad thing in some cases. Exactly. But yeah, exactly. it's, very, it's a good thing for me. I like it. Interesting. Man said he's he interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm just thinking, what do you guys invest your time in? Like, what is the equivalent of like football FIFA for a female? There is no equivalent. That's why we're able to actually, you know, spend time with you. We're not obsessed. <laughs> it's different things. It's it's small spread out. The eggs are yeah, in different boxes. Small things spread out. Mm. But hair, beauty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Makeup, TV, movies, yeah. TV shows. Yep. Mm. Pedicures. Yep. Dresses. Yeah. And for some, drama. Yeah. Guys have more drama than girls sometimes. Mm-hmm. At, 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 least, at least the way it's dealt with is different. At least the way it's dealt with is different. What? Well, that's a lie. First of, first of all, yeah. first of yeah. all, guys don't deal with drama at all. They just leave it. They don't deal with drama. And when they do, it turns into a fight. That's what I mean by the drama because we, we've got we've got there's football to watch, there's stuff to watch, there's games to play for you to be <laughs> Yeah. To be They're not literally so like flipping, yeah, straightforward. Like, and then we'll be asking you, How's your day? At least girls, they'll have things to tell you. But guys, oh, yeah, I just slept at eight. I watched I watch FIFA. Yeah, man. Just no story. There's nothing special. Nothing special happened. Girls will tell you, Oh, I went to brunch with my girl. Da, 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 da. And when I went to work, can you believe that Molly was out here doing XYZ? But guys, just oh, sleep, FIFA, eat. Yeah, because life is easy, man. Life is easy. A man's mind is more uh, more linear. Yeah. yeah. Which again is not a good thing or a bad thing. Okay. I have to emphasize that. So boring. <laughs> Y'all think I'm going to record after the day? That's not boring. Because <clears throat> let me ask you, Renee, what do you look forward to? Let's say you've had a long, long day at work. The Tuesday night, 7.30 again, and it's raining, maybe in the month of October. Yeah, very dark. It's 7 o'clock. You're heading home. What do you look forward to? What is giving? What is going to give you joy? Bacon? Yeah, maybe bacon. At 7.30 p.m.? Yeah, I'll bake them in the evening. Tuesday night, when you go to work tomorrow? Yeah, you can make brownies in 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Mm, fair enough. But I know you wanted me to say eat and then sleep. 
Yeah, you, that's what you wanted to say, though. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. But why is this an everyday thing? Like, you guys don't have anything fun? Hello? It's not everyday for all of us, but it's, it's the main thing sometimes. Think, man? Oh, man, no wonder you guys are such so terrible at conversations and like texts and stuff. You'll be saying, Hey, how you doing? Fine, I'm good. How about you? Oh, I'm good, just sleeping. Or insert, I'm eating. Or insert, I'm playing FIFA. So that's that's some guys. Some guys are very multilingual, you know, they're very diverse. Oh, so you can now say, Oh, I slept in French. <laughs> you know, you know the context. You know the context. You know the context. That's it. That's it. Oh my days! You know the context, mate. Yeah. Anyways, it's as well. It's as well. It, is well. it is well. But back to my recommendations. So I was gonna recommend some stuff. You should check out. Why are you laughing? You're getting a prescription. You're getting a prescription. You should check out lacrosse. No. Have you heard of lacrosse? I have. In fact, one of my really good what? friends played lacrosse. Plays it, yeah? Have you been to watch that friend's games? Any other yeah. games? Yeah. Very, very high intensity, very dangerous, very... Boring. You know, what? You thought you found lacrosse boring? Yeah. You were, you were on your phone. Um, what other sports was I going to recommend? Since you don't like... It seems like you don't like the high intensity stuff. Bowling. Competitive bowling. Also a sport. Very interesting watch. Bowling. Yes. Yes. And my final suggestion for you is competitive tag. So like it. It's very, it's very interesting. I'm telling you. Never mind, that's okay. Wait, 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 hold on. Is that actually a sport? Wait. Yeah, it is. And are, they, are you actually serious? Of course kind you're of, serious. They kind of He's as serious as the damn mango steam being a thing, man. Pose and all that kind of stuff that you need to avoid and all that kind of stuff. It's so it looks so fun. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it because I know I'll just bang my head. So yeah. <laughs> it looks so fun. Oh my days. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> so, so mango steam is not is not is an imaginary fruit, man. Mango steam is not imaginary fruit. Mango steam is real, man. Mango steam is real. Uh, take it back to flipping season one, episode one. Let's oh, let's. Man, sorry, you brought the joke up, man. Sorry. I, I, let's I, let's let's begin. Let's believe in that one. <laughs> um. Was it anyway? We've been talking. What's the topic for today? <laughs> Mango sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. You know what? We've got a topic for today, yeah. Well, it's never really a topic for today. Is it's been an ongoing issue. Like, during this whole quarantine, there's just been a lot of different cases. But I don't know if I should say if we... Do you know what? We can talk about it with a guest as well, but... Um, cancel culture, cancel culture. Ooh. There's been a lot of experiences and a lot of examples of 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 cancel culture during this quarantine. There's been a lot. I mean, in the last in the recent weeks, I think there was 
Um, wow, there's been quite a few issues. I don't know if you guys heard about the ambush or incident with what's her name, Ray Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also um, that guy. What's his name again? Um, the the white guy Glizzy. I think his name was the one that was rapping in in Yoruba. Yeah, no, yeah. him too. Yeah, that one was sticky, man. From a couple years ago, and he was saying some things about a black woman. And yeah, that's just in the recent weeks. In prior to that, there's also been quite a few examples. What are you what, what's your views on cancel culture? I think or, no, go on, go on, go on. I was saying even just going off like any particular example of that you want to bring into it as well? I think holistically, uh, everyone deserves a, a, a second chance. In, obviously, still, they should face the, um, the consequences of their actions in cases. But I think with cancel culture, it's like you're done out here. Even if the mistake that you've made when you were young, you were stupid, there's no room for like any any correction if that makes sense being yeah. taught educated or even forgiven to say so so i think it's quite harsh in um in because i think in in a lot maybe not every situation but in many situations where people are like all for cancel culture um they don't necessarily look in the mirror themselves because they've also made some errors some mistakes um, that probably isn't publicized on social media, on Instagram or Twitter. Um, yeah. But they've given themselves a pass, if that makes sense, or they've learned from it. So, I don't know. Mm, interesting. It's a sticky one. I think there's just so much blurring around the boundaries insofar as, like, we do need to recognize that certain elements of culture are subject to change. And we do need to recognize, as much as people like to have amnesia about the fact that, you know, certain things that are problematic now were accepted in the past. That mm. is true. Like, there's a lot of things that people are doing that were a problem that they were being rewarded for socially because they didn't get their influence out of nowhere. And it's not like they were the perfect person on the come up anyways. Like, a lot of these people have actually built platforms on being problematic. So... I think to cancel them, I'm kind of like, yeah, but we also need to recognize that they were part of a broader culture and part of a broader issue that all of us had um, insofar as like being super problematic. So, and even picking on a couple of like very specific examples, right? You have, I don't even know his name, the young lad that was, you know, singing Yoruba in his um, song. Yeah, he was, you know, saying some derogatory things about black women, but we do need to acknowledge that he did actually grow up in close proximity to a black community and within the black community. And this is something that we've pulled up a lot of, you know, black men on. It was popular to diss black women. Like he didn't just pick it up from anywhere. And this is not to absolve him of any accountability, but it was very much ingrained in culture to be misogynist. And it's not a surprise. And then who was even the other? And I think more recently, and I think a lot more um, sticky and very, very rightly so, is the whole um, outpouring of sexual abuse and sexual assault cases. Mm. Uh, 
think rape culture is something that we definitely need to deal with and we definitely need to uphold because cancel culture is tough because cancel culture but accountability like a lot of these particularly and mostly men of course there are women that you know are perpetrators but for a really long time a lot of men have really thrived in rape culture where they'll be able to prey on these young women or young girls some girls were like flipping 14 i was seeing on the tl and stuff where Mm. they would do inappropriate things and i feel like need to know because we're done we're done out here like the entitlement to women's bodies and stuff like that i think at least that aspect of cancel culture i'm kind of like yeah but you know rape is and sexual assault is really serious and we do need to have a conversation yeah. about it. So be out and be out and then let's know because even for me um going on the tl and like hearing about all of these stuff it was kind of like okay confirmation for me that this is not something that it's just me experiencing but it's actually part of yeah. a wider culture but also understanding like this is efforts for people to stay safe as well. Um, knowing, mm. you know, I don't want to get too much of a tangent, but, you know, having the conversations about consent and knowing that, you know, you're trying to keep yourself safe out here. So it's better for you to actually access this information before you, you know, start a relationship or start talking to somebody and then find out that they're, mm. you know. I feel that. You know, with, can- with the whole cancel culture thing, I feel like it's, it's, it's kind of weird because I feel like now we're kind of at a point where the people that actually should be cancelled, yeah, like the people like, this one shouldn't even be cancel culture, it should just be written off. Like if you're involved in rape, if you're involved in any of those kind of mad activities, yeah, there's, a, mm. there's no one cancelled, you're just out of it. You're out, yeah. And I feel like, with like some of the some of the stories and some of the things that I've seen people doing, like people going back to dig up like old tweets of like let's even say like Nella Rose or people yeah. like that I feel like when you do that kind of stuff, it's taking away the empowerment of people when they cancel these people that have actually done like a mad atrocity. I feel like mm-hmm. it kind of takes it away, takes away the 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 kind of the power that, that that actually possesses, the power that people possess to actually say, yeah, this person did something mad. We are not, we are, we're not, um, we're not going to indulge in whatever this person puts up. But then at the same time as well, like, I understand at the same time that, pff, number one, the excuse, and not, not even an excuse sometimes, sometimes it's actually just a reality. Age, age plays a big, a big, a big factor a lot of things and I feel like sometimes people see it as an excuse but let's say the thing with age as well it's not just black and white you can't just say this person's 18 they should know better because not everyone at 18 thinks a certain way there's still people that are still thinking very immaturely even at the age of 20 past 20 so I don't think we can just completely just discredit someone as you saying that yeah, they're using age as an, ex- as an excuse for me personally, I feel like if the person hasn't displayed those kind of traits in current times, so for example, take a Nella Rose or take, I don't know, some of the other people that I didn't agree with when people were trying to cancel them, I don't feel like you should now be be cancelling them. I don't feel like you should now be going to go and be dragging them, dragging their names in the dirt when they haven't showed, yes, we know that they made a mistake or something like that, cool. 
even if you've brought it out to the forefront and it's been highlighted, I feel like that's where it should that's where it should stop. As long as you can see that that's not the characteristics of that person right now, or that person hasn't showed you anything right now, I feel like we should kind of still trying to watch my words of what I'm saying there, but we should still be trying to try to be more forgiven than trying to cancel or, or destroy somebody if you get what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, it's especially in the day and age that we live in, it's like even if you haven't said or done something, you're proven guilty, you know, uh, before there's any research done or before you even ask questions. I don't know if you know, you guys know of the, um, the clothing brand, it's the Snow. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure you guys probably heard. I found out just over yeah. the weekend. Apparently, is it the owner? The owner? Yeah, yeah. so an allegation has come up with him, as Renee mentioned, you know, apparently sexually um, assaulting a woman, a girl. Uh, but from what I know, there hasn't been, you know, any evidence that's been brought forward. I don't know if that's the truth or not. But uh, Twitter was very quick in terms of, like, cancelling him to the point where people are now boycotting his brand completely. And I'm like, whoa, I mean, I'm not... Because we don't know exactly, I, I can't really say where I stand, but no one's ever given the benefit of doubt. Of the doubt. And as you said, Shagan, as well, like no one tries to understand why, you know, tries to, you know, even have that uh, feeling of wanting to even sit down with the person and try and figure out where did this come from? You know, or as Renee mentioned as well, you know, looking at the bigger picture, what was, what was the landscape of the, the culture at that time that allowed, you know, things of that manner to be said and just like be given a pass. Mm. Yeah. I completely heard that. I completely heard that. But do you know what's do you know what's mad as well? Like I'm just I'm just thinking I've got examples in my head. And like when I actually think about it, I feel like a lot of this kind of stems from like the mainstream media. Take for example the countless number of times that Let's even talk about footballers. Like, every year, there's pretty much a big footballer that's accused of, of sexually assaulting um, a female. And, I mean, even in recent times, um, there's a young Chelsea footballer, um, Hudson Odoi. He's just been cleared now. But the thing is, with certain of those, some of those allegations, and the way some newspapers take it up, it it portrays the person as if they've committed that actual atrocity, like that person has actually committed that crime when it hasn't been proven. And the thing is, with certain allegations like that, those things stick. And mm. I feel like mm. that kind of, that, 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 that thing has watered down, well, has leaked from mainstream media even into like social media. Mm. In terms that people don't want to even get to the bottom of whether something is true at times yeah. and they're just ready to just jump on it and just, yeah, mark the person guilty. Guilty until you're proven innocent. And even still, when you're proven innocent, you're still guilty because the allegation has been made on you. So it's kind of weird, man. It's kind of, it's kind of mad. It's kind of, it's kind of mad. It's like you lose in every situation, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you actually lose. Yeah. 
I think it's, I don't know. I think it's, well, no, it's not that I don't know. I do know. I think it's tricky because if we actually look at sexual assault cases, the overwhelming majority of people that are accused never go to trial and even less are actually prosecuted. Mm-hmm. And then when we actually look at, you know, the convenings of sexual assault cases, it's always really difficult to come up with evidence, right? Because if you don't have a witness and it was a while ago it's literally your word against them and because we live in a world where we value abusers or you know prospective abusers a lot more than we value potential victims it becomes really really difficult for people to come forward and it becomes really difficult to get justice as it were so i don't know i think one of my frustrations of when we're talking about sexual assault is a lot of men will kind of come with the whole like oh but this kind of thing ruins boys reputations if it's not true but then if we actually look at the stats and i think the case of the the footballers is actually i agree with that but in terms of like your everyday case i think there's something to be said about guys that weaponize the whole like oh if this accusation is false it could ruin my life well if it's true you've ruined the life of somebody else by Mm. assaulting and I think it's because a lot of guys actually don't understand what sexual assault is in the first place. Because when we say sexual assault, people just think rape as in, you know, penetrative sex, sorry, trigger warning, content warning, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, people often think of penetrative sex, but it's, it can be things like, you know, somebody groping your bum or working by or putting their hand on your waist or somebody, you know, touching you in places that, you know, or even, you know, sexual coercion where you've said no to a guy, but he keeps on going, yeah. And trying to coerce you to uh, sleep with him. So it's a really, really sticky line that I think, yeah, needs more conversations. Like even the idea of consent and what it looks like, it becomes tricky when you're actually in, you know, the situation when you're with somebody that you fancy and you're trying to, you, like you may be thinking, oh, they're into it, blah, blah, blah. But if they said no and you've ignored it because you think their body is saying yes, that's sexual assault. Mm. So it's a techie one. It's really, really techie. So are you saying that it's more so that people don't shed enough light on the potential, um, the potential, well, the side of the person that's been abused? Is that what you're saying? It's more yeah. so part of the potential. Yeah. Abuse. And also the repercussions as well. So if you are like on top of rape culture is also slut shaming culture. So if you are, like, like there was a a case on Twitter, for example, where a girl came out and told people that she was raped, but because people apparently knew that she had, you know, slept with X, Y, Z or whatever, suddenly it wasn't valid. And it's like, Mm -hmm. this whole, like, the sexual shaming that a lot of girls go through just makes this thing even worse. And... Yeah, it's just a, there's just so many layers to it sexism patriarchy all of that kind of stuff like it's just so frustrating because it's like there's so much in our systems that protect abusers and protect men that are perpetrators that even if a woman was to complain she's more likely to lose than the guy is mm-hmm. like when we look at even hollywood cases it took a while for them to be convicted you've got your harry weinsteins and your bill cosby's but it took a while for them to be convicted mm-hmm. look at r kelly r kelly was able to marry a 14 year old girl for goodness sake before before anyone took us to, took them seriously. Mm. Mm, I think um, I was going to say linking it still to the, the topic um, council culture. Um, what you said just brought to memory in terms of sexual shaming. 
example of, I don't know if you guys saw Zizi Mills, when she uh, um, she called her, uh, I guess, <laughs> uh, she's not positive. Uh, would that go a uh, slight? And I think that in those cases as well, um, I feel like there's inconsistency at the same time in terms of, okay, if you're going to cancel this person, this person should be cancelled as well. Why is it that, you know, sexual shaming, as you mentioned, as that came to my mind, be just given a pass? Like, there's not enough. Sometimes people don't understand the gravity of uh, certain actions. Or some people are just giving a pass just like that. Mm. Yeah, don't even get me started with ZZ Mills, man. I feel like ZZ Mills is one whole big bag of contradictions. Say that again? <laughs> I said I won't finish if we start on that. Um, well, to be honest, I don't have a problem with her personally. I just have a problem with everything she stands for. Um, mm. And not necessarily with her personally, but more so what she represents and what she yeah, does. Because she represents a population of women that are actively upholding and ennobling abusers and rape culture and slut shaming and all of that kind of stuff and i'm not here for it i don't have time for that like it's this whole you know you're a slut blah 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 you're basically just dragging down women and i just i hate when people don't have the same energy or consistency for people and things just because of the gender like even body count culture how many times is body count always asked i've never ever seen the body count question be asked at guys it's always girls it's always how much if her body if her body count is over xyz like why is that even a conversation and if it's a conversation why is it not a conversation we're having with guys as well as girls or why why does it always have to be happens girls? With guys. It, it happens with guys but it's less it's, it's less um <laughs> It's less unacceptable if guys yeah, have a higher yeah. body count than girls do. What's all that about? Mm. And then to be slut shaming girls because, oh, this girl has gotten around town or blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, I'm so mm. over it. I just get it together, people. Get it together. Mm. Mm. There's a lot to be <laughs> Yo, this got heavy real quick. Shanks was talking about cancel culture, and then we ended up here. Shanks, okay. No, but it's still. I think it still. It still has. I think it still. It's a. It's definitely a big part of it. Um, hundred percent. I think just going back to what you're saying, like people don't give um, the same the same consistent amount of energy and things. Because I think even then, if you want to take it a step further, uh, again relating it to Black Lives Matter and. Uh, the conversations that have been um, coming up uh, on protecting our black women and etc etc and we need to look at our music as well at the same time we're talking about cancer culture because a lot of the things even as you said Renee you know it's in the music that probably again I'm not saying that it's, it's right I'm not condoning it but it's in the same music that Speaking generally as us as a culture that we, we listen to, that we vibe to, or that we kind of give a pass. Mm. I think it's a lay in itself there. That's very really true. Mm. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I feel like even like the sex, 
we need to. I feel like we need like a, a, a whole episode on on like sexual assault because I feel like a lot of people, like Renee, as you were saying before, a lot of people need to be educated on the matter, need to be educated on consent and all of that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. But going back even just to cancel culture in general, um, I don't know. Is it possible for someone to change? Can people really change? Practically, yes. In public, no. Because (laughs) when it comes to individual engagements, of course anyone can change. You know, that's cool. And um, I personally believe in personal transformation. I'm a Christian, so I believe in personal transformation. Mm. However, when you become an entertainer or a performer or you're in the public eye, there is a process that you go through in which you are dehumanized and you become a static entity, which means you do not have control over the way that people see you. And you need to understand that it is very difficult, very difficult to transform, especially if it's not over a period of time. It's very difficult for you to transform in the eyes of other people because their image of you is static and doesn't allow you to change or grow depending on, you know, the mood of the people. So don't ever think that people will afford you grace because they vibes with your brand or because they like what you stand for or whatnot. As quickly as you came up, particularly pay pay special attention to the ones that come up quickly. As quickly as you come up, it's as quickly as you can be undone. And if you're pandering to a culture which changes like the morning sun, understand that there will be a time where your sun will go down and your era is up and i think adjacent to cancel culture is like having a career in general you will not always be up and people are entering social media um influencing and you know all of this like fame and fortune without realizing that there is a finite time and cancel culture is just one manifestation of what happens when your time is up yeah Mm. I think there are there are cases. I think there are cases where, again, going back to I'll say, you know, the same energy is not given to to, to um, everyone. Where yeah, sure. some people, well, certain celebrities, just get away with certain things, and it's like everyone just 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 forgets. And it's also who they um, offend as well. So if you're um, like I, I could use Jeffrey Star. You guys probably won't know him because he's a makeup influencer. But he, he. <laughs> you can smile like he knows him. They don't I, see you. I just know you don't know Jeffrey. You cannot know Jeffrey Star. This is my own. This is my own Premier League. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> yeah, with Jeffrey Star, he had. He is a. You know, he's a white man. Yeah. And he is in the makeup industry and he has been, you know, appropriating black cultural expressions for a while. But he's also said some really gross things about black people um, over his career, like really gross things like the N word and comparing us to monkeys and all that kind of stuff. But because the majority of his viewers are white audiences, they haven't cancelled him. Mm. So if you're a, it, it's a politics game as well, where if you're, if you offend the majority of people in your audience, you can't get away with it. But 
If you don't, you can get away with it. At least that's my view. That's true. But I don't I don't I I don't believe that that and that that works on Twitter. On Twitter. Oh, no, 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 no. On Twitter, Twitter, it doesn't matter. You don't even need to be part of the audience. You don't even need to know the person, but (laughs) you can can still speak on on any issue. Um, I think, well, to be honest, I think, again, I guess there isn't a rule of thumb for every single case anyway, but the best example that comes to mind is Kanye West. Um, Apparently, Kanye West now is a born-again Christian. Um, and there's nothing to doubt that, assuming that that's the truth. But Kanye West has done a lot of mad things. He said a lot of mad things, from slavery being a choice uh, to be... Give us the highlights, real. <laughs> slavery being a choice, whining and dining with Donald Trump. Um, I think so great was- again. What else was there? What else? He's done a lot of stuff. Houseway, I've been doing this more than you. What else was there? There was um Ralph and God the answers. What is it? <laughs> um yeah, but yeah, well, I had to go with Adidas because Nike, they don't understand me. So, you know, he's been, he's been doing it. Yeah, but I think he's the perfect example, you know, even in um own black community, he's he's got a positive well. I'm not going to speak for everyone, but it seems like he's got a pass pretty much everything. Well, again, if you look at his majority audience, there's a lot of white people that listen to Kanye West. There's a lot. Hmm. Listen, when I was in though, he's offended both sides, if you think about it. Because yeah. even in he's early 2000, he called, he called George Bush out for being racist as well. So he's But also, him. think about Kanye West's brand as well. Like, Kanye West has a... Br- like, and the thing is, Kanye West is also, like... He came, like, slightly before the Twitter era. He wasn't... He had good... He has, in fact, great music. His music is great. That's actually... I don't think that's disputable. He's a great producer. He's produced some great music. And he's done some great stuff in his career. Um, mm. But the magnitude of what he has done... I would argue, A... He's got a very, very diverse... Like, he's reached a level of stardom where his di- the diversity of his audience means that even if he is offensive, he's still kind of impenetrable. Plus, Drake. Kanye's career, his whole career, has been built on controversy. Like, hearing that... Like, think about it. When I heard that... I don't want to mention R. Kelly, but when I heard about the R. Kelly case, I was shocked like disgusted when I heard about when I hear about Kanye West I'm not shocked maybe that's just me but whenever I hear about a new Kanye controversy I always think that's really on brand as terrible as it is I think it's on brand Mm. whereas some of the things that some of these guys are doing I'm just like you cannot get any of my coins so are are, are we becoming desensitized then no, do you know what? Yeah, I what feel like I feel like it's the nature of what each person does. Like if you hear if you hear what um R. Kelly did and all the stuff that he that he did, I mean yeah. if you don't feel some kind of way, then you need to be checked. You need to be checked. <laughs> okay. 
those were actual actions. Like, he actually did a madness. Whereas with Kanye West, there's more like he's saying stuff. And mm. like you said, mm. Kanye West mm. is the king of, he's, he, he's the king of, of controversy. Like, this guy, I mean, this guy yep. got up at, uh, and told Taylor Swift, you don't deserve the award. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've, I've seen to date. The audacity. Imagine. <laughs> but do you know what with Kanye West is weird because I feel like sometimes yeah like he purposely does things like he everything he does everything with yeah. with, with an end goal like I feel like like this guy he, he's a he's a genius he's an evil genius well I don't want to say evil but he's I... he's a he, he's a monster <laughs> manipulator. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he he's doing. I think he's even you know a genius. No, I think you're correct. He's definitely <laughs> a genius. But do you know what? Yeah, like I even saw something interesting. I don't know how true this is. Yeah, some other I can't remember who it was, but someone that is kind of in the music scene in the states or something like that. They were like, huh? Mm. Um, what do you call it? That Kanye was kind of doing buddy buddy with Trump just so. Um, Kim can go and um, what's this whole project? Mm, that Kim yeah, and, um, free up all the, the yeah, like and I was like, hmm, maybe you know, maybe he he, he used to say. So it, it's weird. I don't know because I know everything that this guy does. Yeah, because I follow him quite a bit. I, I've listened to his music from a young age and even his brand as well. Like <laughs> Yeezy and everything. Like I, I follow it quite a bit. So and mm. everything he does, like in terms of like. Um, um, in terms of like, product, when he goes about everything, he's very intentional on every action that he does. So I'm just thinking, like, with all the stuff that he says and all the actions that you see him do, like the media and stuff, I feel like he does have yeah. a motive, or there's there's a reason as to why he's doing some things, which might look weird because a lot of people are like, talking about Kanye. Yeah, this guy's a sellout. This guy is a He's a he's a coon and everything, but this guy went to go and say yeah, how he's he's giving he's he's donating how many millions to things, and how and now people yeah. are praising him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a bit. I like, think that was about how how fickle um cancel culture is as well. Like some people who are cancelled are not always cancelled. Like they are redeemable. Yeah. So it might be that you're cancelled for a time period because of something you've done. Well. But then you can do something to redeem yourself. So someone like Kanye West, for example, I saw the exact same thing, Shags, on um, how you know he was doing X, Y, Z with Trump and how he was actually supporting the Democrats and he mm-hmm. donated X million to like George Floyd's fund. And I was just like, raw. Oh. Again, I wasn't surprised because I just felt like yeah, Kanye is one of those kind of people that controversy. His brand <laughs> is controversy. Like his over I listen, evil genius. If there was evil, an evil genius in this world is Kanye West. Um, yeah. And he might turn out to be a good genius. We'll we'll see the end game soon. But um, <laughs> I'm telling you, Kanye West is gonna come out with some kind of biopic or biography to shock the world. And when it does, yeah. y'all better call me. Y'all better call me. Um, but I yeah, I, I don't think you clocked your your end game pop culture uh, pun there. Did you? No, I didn't. But there you go. Gosh, yeah. I love it when I drop in a pun unexpected. Isn't that great? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that and I also agree with um what you were saying, Chegs, about it also depends on what you do. Like R. Kelly's one was actually you perpetrating something against someone. Whereas Kanye West is very much just about like what he said. Also your positionality as well, because I think 
because Kanye is also black, when he is being critiqued by the black community, it feels like you're, sometimes it can feel like you're critiquing one of your own. Mm. Whereas if somebody else was to like, let's think about this young man that you started singing in Yoruba, but then he's now out here calling um, people the N-word, that man would be cancelled so quickly because who are even you? Mm. Yeah, and because you're also white, so your proximity to that community is just kind of like, okay, what are you doing? So I think there's also like power dynamics in play um, when it comes to deciding who is cancelled, and this is also complicated by what the person actually does in the context of the culture at the time. Um, obviously, there's exceptions. Someone like R. Kelly, I think it's timeless what he's done. Um, I don't think that in any time what he's done will ever be appropriate. And I hope that we never reach a time where what he's done is seen as appropriate. Yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> you want to yeah. see my oh, chest for like goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Worry, no, no funny allergies. We left that like a few episodes ago. Um, <laughs> so, I still... I'm standing by, you know, on both sides of, well, on the fence in terms of where our culture, I say our because all of us, even individually, we have room for improvement, needs to be more consistent in terms of in cases of giving the benefit of the doubt and in other cases of keeping the same energy. And since, you know, we have the example of Kanye West, I want to ask you guys a very honest, real question. And because it's unscripted, it can be no less. If you saw on my feed to, yes, tomorrow, let's say, whatever time, you see on my feed tomorrow, I don't have Twitter, but let's say I have Twitter, where, especially in the climate that we're in right now, I openly said that the slavery of black people was a choice. What would you do? What would be your response? Do you know what, yeah? For me, if you said something like that, number one, if it's somebody I know, I know I know you, yeah? The first thing I would do is call that person up and find out what's happening. <laughs> Whether it was a troll that jumped in their account, because if I know the person's character and I know their char- the character not, not to yeah. say language things or that's not the person's views, then I'll, own, I'll know that this is not you. And if it is you, then, bruh, well, you're showing us the real you. <laughs> but you know what, yeah? Even with that statement, yeah, that statement that Kanye said, yeah, is a very wild and outlandish statement, but you know what? It was mad. A lot of people didn't actually watch the full thing as well, the full interview. Uh, yeah, I agree with that because you know what? He wasn't saying it was definitely worded wrong. It was definitely worded yeah, incorrect. Yeah, I agree. 100%. But what he was trying to actually say is that, yes, they, people were, they, they were slaves, yeah? 100%. And he wasn't saying that those slaves that are ancestors, yeah, that it was a choice for them. He's saying it's a choice for us to still be enslaved now in this day and age. That's what he's saying. We should basically free ourselves from mental slavery. That's what he was trying to say. Because because from even if you even go into his music and all that kind of stuff, he talks about that a lot. Like even on Jesus, he had what's this song, New Slaves and all that kind of stuff. Like he's trying to change the people's mindset, and that's what he was actually talking about in that interview. But I don't know whether it was the 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 yep. pills that that he was talking about that he was t- 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 saying mm-hmm. that he was taking to lose weight or whatever was messing with his brain. But 
that's what the context, that's what I took from watching the interview. Not that he was saying that the actual slavery was a choice. That's mad. That that would be a mad thing to say, and that wouldn't even make sense. Mm. But if you were to say that, and you actually said it with your chest, and you meant it, hey, you're cancelled, man. Wait, 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 wait. Are, are you saying that he said it, but he worded it different? He worded it in the wrong way. Yeah, no, the media is always trying to make Kanye West look crazy. Yeah. I think the problem with um, he, well, he is crazy. But I think that in that particular context, it was taken out of context of why the yeah. message that he was trying to say. Yeah. And the yeah. sound bite of him saying just that um, slavery is a choice is the thing that made headlines. And how many mm-hmm. times have we seen the media do that, right? In, you know, full interviews and conversations where they take a sound bite, circulate it on Twitter or whatever, and it co- becomes this like huge storm without context. And I think that's one of the problems of today's day and age is that we often cancel on little evidence or on, yeah. you know, sound bites or like small bits and pieces. So, yeah. As for you, say Ellie, I'm sorry. Me, I would even leave unscripted if I heard that kind of nonsense from you. Yeah, well. Exactly. And I, exactly. No, no, no. That, that's real. And I think, well, personally, in terms of like this interview, even after we record this, I'm going to dissect that again. Because I think, uh, uh, what was it? TMZ? Uh, TMZ? Uh, when he... And it's TMZ that you'll even hear it from. The useless yeah. TMZ. All they TMZ. love doing is TMZ. Wait, hold on, TMZ. hold on. I swear and they're, you know, they're the people that yeah. were there trying to um, thingy. When Kobe died, they're yes. the um, news company that were there spreading it before um, yeah. Rihanna and company. Yes. That's, what, that's another TMZ, thing bro. I want to say, yeah. Be careful of sources as well, especially like mm-hmm. the way I look at news nowadays is, is very different because I know yeah. that listen, ultimately these are all businesses and yeah. the nature mm-hmm. of their business yeah. means they need to sell a story and they need to sell it in the best way possible. They need to attract readers. Right. They need to attract people. So yeah. uh, however they can make something look, the way, if, if they need to paint someone as, as looking as like the devil so that you can watch or you can read their content, they will do it. Um, well, I, I definitely agree with that, especially like in the climate uh, of everything that's happened this year. I don't take things for face value. Um, but what I was going to say is... Uh, to that specific example, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if you guys remember, but there was kind of an aftermath kind of situation where one of the black guys that were working, again, I don't know if it was scripted or not. I'm not, I can't even say if it's true, but there was, I think there was one black guy that was actually, I think he was shouting at Kanye, talking to him across, yeah, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It didn't look scripted, but... In that, in that moment there, he didn't justify himself. Or in terms of, I'm not, again, I'm not saying that the words were not, you know, wrongly. I'm telling you, watch, watch the whole, watch the whole, watch the whole. Yeah, you watch it, yeah. yeah. Understand, you will understand what you were saying. The black guy that was there, that was, that was acting irate. Number one, I don't know how genuine he was because I've watched <laughs> Tim have their show, whatever. It just looked a bit, I don't know, man. Yeah, do stuff that. for entertainment, but how, whatever. But how about, how about, how about for those then who, let's say they haven't even watched anything, you know, they've gone from what they've seen on Twitter or from what, you know, they haven't even, yeah, they haven't watched the video. They've gone from what they've seen on Twitter, what they've been told by word of mouth. Um, that so-and-so, again, I'm not slaying Kanye, I believe he's a changed man, but this is the example here. Um, they have gone by what they've been told and they've given him that pass. What's up with that? 
What is actually up with that? That sounds like a personal problem that they need to confront in therapy. Um, I don't believe that I can help. Because I think the thing is, my problem is not even that they've given them the pass. It is the whole, you haven't even checked up on your sources. Don't believe the small bits and pieces from Twitter, period. I don't care if they're telling the truth or not. You need to try and, especially when it's a, if it's a big character, somebody like Kanye West, you need to corroborate sources. It becomes a lot more tricky when it's somebody smaller, when it's somebody within your network, then it's, you know, it's a bit more difficult to like dismiss Twitter and dismiss like fake news. But when it comes to someone like Kanye West, or when it comes to somebody like big, do your homework like the the world would just be a better place if people like to do research and homework don't believe everything that you that's what gets people in trouble the most it's the fact that you flip in take everything you see online as truth Mm -hmm. why and there's been so many and there's so many sources like if you wanted to know about Kanye West not even just to read about him listen to his music maybe and that's not Mm -hmm. coming from a Kanye supporter that's just objectively like Go and learn about the person if you're that invested in understanding the truth about them. Then coming up with the whole, oh, on Twitter I heard that XYZ said, even the sound of it sounds like nonsense. Mind the business that pays you. <laughs> nah, I, I, I can't say any much, anything much more. I completely agree. I think it's the same. There's just been so many examples as well, like when the media has just been, there's just, they've just been showing up. Like, I mean, even up until like last year, mm. an example of one guy, he's a YouTuber as well. And the, the funny thing is, yeah, he even put out the video as he was doing, as as he was pranking, he was pretty much pranking all the news outlets. So he, he, he doesn't even look like Travis Scott, yeah, but he tried to make himself look like Travis Scott and took a mm. picture in the sense of telling the send, um, send the message that yeah Travis Scott is cheating or whatever kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Of Everybody it blew up everywhere. Travis Scott is cheating on thing or whatever. Everyone was speaking about it. And he dropped the video. He was like, no, that's yeah, this was me. I practiced up. And you got yeah. the just so it's just mad. Like when you actually deep, yeah, like some of these journalists here, some of these news reporters, they do not do no due diligence at all. No. I mean, look, no. what, Lukaku, people, we see it all the days. Like, come on, man. Even if you just went on Google, yeah, you could get a picture of the, of the, of the correct person. Exactly, exactly. What did you say, Lukaku is Stormzy? Please yeah. tell me. You're living under a rock, man. You're living under a rock. Bro, I ain't, on, I ain't on Twitter, man. You're living you're in the Isle of Man. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm one of those guys that I purposely sometimes, well, yeah, I, pur- I actively purposely distance myself from the socials. Mm. Doesn't mean I'm, doesn't mean I'm, out, I'm, I'm not living under a rock. You guys are exaggerating. But... You're living under a rock, man. You're living under a rock. No, but I knew that was a meme. I didn't know that was it. Like, come on. Front that. page news, they put yeah. a picture of one of the other and then said it was the other. I was so disgraced. Yeah. I couldn't After wait, they, 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 the me- After they're both black. <laughs> they're both black guys, so. 